Welcome to Thrive Lathrop Podcast. Here at our church, we believe that everyone can thrive. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and enjoy this life-changing message. Come on, somebody. Can you give Jesus a big praise in the house? Yes. Come on. When I say he is risen, you say he is risen indeed. Are you ready? He is risen. He is risen. Amen. Give the Lord one more praise. Come on. Happy Easter. It's Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Lori and I are just so excited to see you. You know what? Thrive Church is alive and well, no matter what COVID tried to do, no matter what's going on, because Jesus is alive. That's why Thrive Church is alive. And we believe the best is ahead. The best is ahead. We're going to reach the Central Valley for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So Lori and I are here to greet you, and uh, we thank you for joining us on this Easter Sunday. We do not take your time lightly. And um, I have the privilege um, of bringing the Resurrection Sunday sermon, and Pastor Chris is the new lead pastor of Thrive Church. Give a wild applause for Pastor Chris and Vanessa. They're, they're doing such a great job. I mean, amazing. It's almost better. I don't know how to feel about that. All right, the Christian thing would be to feel good about it, I guess. They're doing such a great job. And I just want to thank Pastor Chris because pastors live for Easter Sunday sermons. Because that's when we see more people than normal, to be honest. But he, thank you, Pastor Chris, for the privilege of bringing the Easter message here this year. And I have uh, asked Lori to do the scripture reading today. So um, even though we're at the high school, if you can, would you stand for the reading of God's word? It's a short reading today. We'll be reading out of John chapter 11, just two verses today, just two verses. But we stand for the reading of God's word as a public display of the preeminence, the first place that scripture has in our lives. That it, has authority over our lives. So thank you for standing, and I'm going to have Lori read the text. Thank you. So honored to worship with all of you today. Love you so much. We're going to read today from John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word today and just pray such an anointing on this message and in this place. We thank you for for your love and we are so excited to celebrate the power of your resurrection today in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated today. This is Resurrection Sunday. That's why you're here. That's why we're here. And I believe that Easter Sunday is a great time to remind ourselves of one very distinguishing and uh, critical, essential fact about our faith as Christians. And that is that we would not be here today 
believing in the Christian faith if Jesus had not resurrected. Without the resurrection of Jesus Christ, there is no Christianity. The fact that 2,000 years ago, Christ rose from the grave as testified by eyewitnesses, disciples who saw him. At one point, more than 500 witnesses seen the resurrected Christ. The disciples eating with him after that third day. The fact that those who followed him put their lives in danger, mortal danger. Their lives were at risk because they believed in Jesus Christ. And the only reason they believed in him is they were convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt he had risen. Which means that he was who he said he was. That in him is everlasting life. In him is the answers to life's questions. They believed so much that they were willing to die for their belief. This was not some uh, fancy scheme. This wasn't a plan to get rich and famous because they didn't get rich and famous. They got dead. They got crucified like Jesus did. They got stoned to death. They were martyred for the faith. In fact, you'd think that if the Romans had their way and the religious establishment, um, the, 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 the Jewish faith had its way, then Christianity would have stopped. All they would have had to do was take Christ's body out of the tomb and display it, walk it through the streets of Jerusalem, and Christianity dies right there. But that didn't happen because they couldn't find him, and they couldn't find him because he had risen. And even though the Romans tried to stomp it out, Nero and Domitian, Roman emperors, used Christians as, uh, as, as uh, flaming torches to light their roads and fed them to lions, the faith continued to spread despite all odds. Why? Because we celebrate today the fact, not the idea, not the wish, not the hope, but the fact that Jesus Christ is alive. What I want you to know today, he rose, I'll be as brief as I can. He rose because he wants to give us the life that we always wanted. The life that you have always wanted. To the believer here, to the one who's already committed, I want to remind you, he's all about blessing you and growing you and giving you the life you've always wanted. To the one who has yet to trust in Christ as Savior, I want you to know he's about giving you the life you've always wanted. Now, I'm not talking about an American dream. I'm not talking about riches or fame. I'm not talking about how many followers you have on Facebook or Instagram. They call them followers on Facebook. They call them friends, don't they? Sorry. I'm kind of old. All 47 of my friends like me, though. On Facebook. I'm not talking about a dream that the world would feed you. I'm talking about the dream you were born with. The dream that was instilled in you when you first took your breath. A, a, a dream or a desire to be loved and to love others. A dream or a desire to live a significant life. A dream or a desire to do good for others and to, and to make a difference in other people's lives. I'm talking about the, the, the dream or the desire you have to have a good marriage and, and, a, and, a, and a united family. 
that part of us, that eternal part of us that is called to love others, that life, that life, not the life of the world, the world's dreams for you, but God's dreams for you come with a relationship with him. He, he died and resurrected to give you the life he always wanted. And in this text that Lori read, he is ministering to a family who's, in, who's very sad. They, lost, they had just lost their brother, his good friend. And a couple of verses later, he actually brings Lazarus back to life. But he makes a declaration here. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. Can you say that with me? I am the resurrection and the life. What he's saying there, it's an I am statement. He was actually echoing the words of God when God spoke to Moses in Exodus chapter 3 in a burning bush. When Moses said, who shall I say has sent me? He said, I am that I am. So Jesus says, I am. Now right there, he does it like another six times. And the, the, the Jews try to kill him because he's claiming to be God by saying, I am. But how many know Jesus doesn't lie? He is God. And he says, I am the resurrection. I am the one who brings dead things back to life. I'm the one that when a dream's dead, I can bring it back. When a marriage is dead, I can bring it back. When a relationship with a daughter is dead, I can bring it back. I can bring it back because I am the resurrection. And he proves it a few verses later when he resurrects Lazarus. But he also says, I am the life. In other words, friend, hope you're still with me. There is no life. There is no true life without him. There's a semblance of life. There's, 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 there's little peaks. But there's no true, genuine life worth living without him. He is the resurrection and the life. Jesus died so that the whole world would know his power. Someone say power. See, you got to know today, and for the one who might be, I don't know, I'm just checking this out, I'm not sure. Let me tell you that Jesus has all the power. One of the definitions of God is he's omnipresent, he's, he's omniscient, he knows everything, he's immutable, he never changes, and it's also that he is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. And he demonstrates his power by coming back from the dead. How many of you have ever had a dead battery? The only ones that don't raise their hands is you don't have a car. <laughs> you ever get up early, you got to go to work, and, you turn, and it, it ain't on, and you say, those kids left the radio on. What happened? Now, here's what's interesting. Is you can get all frustrated. Oh, by the way, you ever pray that the Lord started? Come on. I did, and he did it. I don't know. You're like, Jesus, I got to get to work. What you got to do is you got you to jump that car. Now, what's, what's interesting about a car is that that car, the whole car could cost $50,000, but that $200 battery keeps you dead. That little piece of the car means it don't matter how much you spent for the rest of it, it ain't going nowhere. It don't matter, you got leather interior. How many ever sat in a car with the heating seats? Oh, come on. We're getting blessed. I sat, I, I sat in a car that has the cooling seats. I really didn't know how to feel about that one, though. I kind of felt, you know, funny. 
Turn that off. It's inappropriate. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you don't have the battery working, the car ain't working, what you do is you go get the neighbor's car. Now, you might have a $50,000 car, and they got a hoopty. <laughs> they got your old car. But they go ahead, come over, and you put the cables, and what happens? They put the little nee 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 nee. It starts, and then you're boom, your starts. You know what Jesus proved when he resurrected? He has the power to bring life just like that. I mean, all you got to do is pray. He goes, Rapa. there you go. Y'all set me up, didn't you? I just got a flashback. We used to have church in here, and that would happen every Sunday five times. I just had a flashback. Just like you got to plug in a car to the right source, I want you to know Jesus is the power you've been looking for to get your life going. And what's great about his power is he resurrected himself so he's got enough power to bring back to life anything that's dead in you. It don't matter to the person who's been dead a long time. It don't matter how long you've been dead, he's got the power. It doesn't matter how bad you messed up, he's got the power. It doesn't matter how far you seem away or how much time you feel you've wasted, he's got the power to make you right with him and make you right with people. Jesus has the power. Someone say amen. amen. I want you to know that Jesus died and resurrected so the whole world would know his character. He wants the world to know his power so they can trust him. But they also want, he wants them to know his character so they can trust him. Because there are people who have power in your life, but you can't trust them. There are people who have influence in your life, and you can't trust them. There are people who make promises to you, and you can't trust them. But Christ came and lived a perfect, sinless life so that you could trust him. His character is unquestioned. Even when he got mad, he got mad right at the right people. Christ never failed. He was good to the downtrodden. He fed the hungry. He healed the sick. He hugged the leper. He welcomed the children. He spoke truth to power because he was perfect in character. There was nothing wrong to be found in him. They had to drum up false charges against him. So you can trust him. He resurrected so you could trust his character. There's a story of a little boy who went to a store with his mom. And as they're checking out, the store owner looks at the little boy, all cute, just like your boys, your kids. And he says, here, you can have some candy. And he held a jar and he put it down for him. And the little boy looked at him, looked at his mother, and she said, go ahead. And he said, no. And the, the, the clerk said, no, it's okay. Get some candy. And he put his hands like this and said, no. And then the mother leaned down and said, why don't you want to get the candy? And the, and the little boy said, I want him to give it to me. I want the store owner to give it to me. So the, store, the clerk heard that and said, okay. Put his hand in there, took it out, gave it to him. And the little boy walked out. 
And the mother said, why did you make that man give you the candy? Why didn't you just get in there? And the boy said, his hands are bigger. <laughs> that boy went on to be a, a, a NASA scientist. No, just kidding. I have no idea. But he's pretty smart. Can I just tell you? You can trust his goodness. The little bit you can get, why don't you just let him give it to you? The little bit you're trying to grab for yourself, just trust the fact that when he says no, it's okay, because when he says yes, it's really okay. And what he has to give you is more than you could ever get for yourself. You can trust his goodness. He ain't trying to make you sad, he's trying to make you wise. He's not trying to break your heart, he's trying to heal your heart. He's not keeping good things from you. He wants you to want the good things, the really good things. Are you following me? I'm going to go quick. You need to know today he resurrected so we'd know his character. He died and resurrected because he loves us. He loves you. We call him father. He's a good father. He's not an abusive father. He's not an impatient father. His, his mercy endures forever. He's a good, loving father who wants you to know he loves you unconditionally. That's why he resurrected. Christ came because he loves you. He loved you enough to want to save you, to pay the price for you, to do what you couldn't do for yourself because he loves you. Someone say he loves me. I want you to know he loves you. You don't got to prove yourself. You don't got to jump through a hoop. All you got to do is believe in him. And he will give you everlasting life. I'm going to end with this. Are you good? I'm going to end with this. Jesus died and resurrected because he loves you. Because he wants you to know his character. He wants you to know his power. But the final one, and, and I really want you to, to hang in here. This is really important. He died and resurrected, listen, because you cannot save yourself. You cannot save yourself. Here, here in America where we have been so blessed and there's so much freedom, I think we've bought the lie of the devil, we can save ourselves. You cannot save yourself. If you could, he would have never come to die. But he came lived that perfect life, died and resurrected because you cannot save yourself. We are all drowning in sin without God. We're drowning trying to be noble. We're drowning trying to be happy. We're drowning trying to be, do good works so we can feel better or, about ourselves. So we might say we're not as bad as somebody else, but let me tell you something. You cannot save yourself. Now, now watch this. A drowning man, a drowning man, in, 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 in the ocean, does not need a lifeguard to come over with a sea dude, they call them sea dudes, little jet ski, and say, okay now, stroke, 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 kick, kick, no, no, no. What are you gonna say? Get me right now, grab me, I'm drowning. A drowning man does not need a swim coach, but you know what we do in this society is we're all drowning and we're coaching each other. We're coaching each other. Hey, just, just lose some weight. 
what you need to do or drowning. Go on vacation, you'll feel better. You know what you need? You need, you need a new man. I did, I went there. I'm about to go the other way. You need a new woman. That's what we're doing. We're all splashing and drowning and, and, and can't get good air. And we're saying, yeah, just, just you know, go to the gym or, 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 or go shopping or, 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 or you need a new job. When what we need is Jesus, we need him to save us, to pick us up. See, and this is, are you still with me? This is, diff this is what makes Christianity different from every other world religion. If someone ever says, oh, all, all religions are the same. No, it's not. No, no, no. All other religions, all other world religions say you can make yourself better. The Buddhists have their, 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 their eightfold noble path. The, 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 the uh, Islam has its five pillars. If you just do better, if you're Hindu, do better. Get good karma so you'll, you'll have a better life. It's all, all other religions are about you behave, you do good, you give to charity, you make a pilgrimage, you do this, you do that, and maybe you'll get closer to God. But Christianity is the photo negative of that. We are, Christianity is not the same. Christianity says, I, God says, I know you can't get to me, so I'm gonna come to you. Christianity doesn't say just behave, stop lying, stop, stop cheating, uh, give more, be nicer, and you'll, get, you'll become a Christian. No, Christianity says if you become a Christian, I will help you be nicer, be kinder, more patient, and give more. I'm going to do it in you, but first you just got to believe in me. You got to trust in me. That's why Jesus made the trip. Oh, next time at work, they're all religions are the same. Tell them, no, I'm sorry, it isn't. Let me tell you why. I'll end with this. For real. Go play. Okay, I got one. We're close. I was thinking about this. And I, I, my, my, my mind went to the image of a, of a safe. A safe that has a combination, but the person forgot how to forgot the combination. Maybe I was like reliving junior high trauma. Seventh grade when I got my locker with the combination, forget it. Oh, I don't know what to do. But imagine a safe and, and you forget and everything good is in it, right? Everything's in it that you need. Your passport, there's a little bit of money, just a little bit. There's a little bit of money in there. Maybe your, your, your mother's wedding ring, whatever. If you forget the combination, how do I unlock it to get the good stuff? And in the world today, we get frustrated trying every combination that the world gives you. Lose 10 pounds. Volunteer at a local shelter. Make a little bit more money. Take that trip you've always wanted. None of which is wrong, but none of it does what you want it to do for you. And what happens to unlock the good part of a marriage or to, to make your family life better, to deal with your past, People get desperate and they start breaking the safe. They, they damage the safe. They take a hammer to it. They, got, they get desperate. I got to get in there. I got to get in there. And in their desperation to have the life they've always 
wanted. They actually ruin what they have and never get what they really wanted. What we have to do with this life, the life you always wanted, is I'm sorry, but there's two ways to open that safe. They'll both work for us. One, you got to go to the original manufacturer and get the code. So for us, you got to go to the Word. That's why you stood. Because the Word has what you need. It's the instructions to unlock every part of your life to get the benefits. Or you need a pro to come and open it for you so that you don't ruin it. Trying to open it. Some of you might be really frustrated. You're struggling because you've done a lot of good things. <laughs> Can I just tell you, God don't ask you to do one good thing. He says, believe in the good one. Believe in the one who is good. And that relationship with God ushers in all the good fruit you've wanted to demonstrate in your life. He has the answers to your questions. He has the need, the, 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 the response and the satisfaction for your needs. He is all you need. The life you've always wanted can only be found in Him. The worship team is going to sing a song to you. I just ask you to open your hearts and let the Holy Spirit get you to the point where you are ready to believe in Him. Thank you again for tuning into our podcast. For more info, please visit our website at thrivelathrop.com. Have an amazing rest of your week.